A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Do you want to do a clap on both ends or something? One, two. <laughs> they, they were not at the same time. Okay, we'll try again. One, two. That was the same time from where I'm sat because there's a delay. Okay, fine. I clapped in time with you. In a somewhat weird moment, Dan and I are both live from our bedrooms on today's podcast. Yeah. I'm in mine, Dan's in his, and we're connecting to each other via FaceTime. And this is really weird for us recording a podcast like this, isn't it? I don't think we've ever done this. I'm sure every podcast in the world is doing an episode about how how they are now doing this and how it's weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's a super weird time. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. James, I am. Um... <laughs> it's not talk... funny, Dan. I need to talk to you about uh, your new TV show. It's not uh, funny. Let's talk about it in a minute. First up, we need to talk about the podcast tour, which is now called its third name change. The non-tour. That's right. Due to the crazy times we're living in our tour is now being postponed until september we think it's the right thing to do for the safety and health of all of our listeners and their loved ones and um, we're both really sad about it because we've put so much time and effort into making it our best live show yet but it will still happen but not until the end of the year and if you have tickets already hold on to them um, we're going to email all our ticket holders with info on the new dates as soon as we can and we're also trying to secure all of our guests for our new dates in September. We'll tell you more as soon as we can. A gay and a non-gay. As I was saying earlier, James, congratulations are in order. <laughs> James Barr has a brand new TV show on Channel 4. What's it called, James? <laughs> Five guys in one week. But it's not actually... <laughs> It's not actually my show. Dan just thinks it's hilarious to pretend that it is my TV show, but it's not. What's it called? Five Guys in a Week. Yeah. It's this reality TV show. They put five blokes in a house with a girl and she's got to choose one of them. It's a bit like The Bachelor. Upon seeing the title of this program, I obviously thought, lol, that's a funny title. I'll tweet from at gay non gay. What did I say in the tweet? I think you just wrote, can't wait for James Barr's new TV show. Classic banter. (laughs) <laughs> the likes were flying in. Why? Why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Anyway, fast forward a week and I see Jay's bar in person and he's saying, <laughs> all my friends think that that is actually my TV show. <laughs> yeah. Literally, so many people were like, congratulations on your new show. What's it about? <laughs> and I had to say, no, that's Dan. Dan was joking. Some of your friends genuinely think that this is your new TV show. <laughs> and and that we've we've announced it to the world with a photo which is taken from my lounge in the dark because I've just it's come up on Channel Four when I've been watching Gogglebox and I've literally gone oh shit let me take a vote of that and do a funny tweet. The thing is, if it was actually my TV show, it'd be called Five Guys in One Night. Well, yeah, than One Week. Well, yeah, I mean, if it was being completely accurate, it'd be called like Ten Guys in an Hour, but it's not Dan. called that. So, what have you said to these people? Nothing. <laughs> I just said Dan was Dan was just being funny. I roll. Have they not gone? Oh God! Actually, yeah, that's that's obviously a joke. I'm no, I think they've just lolled away. I don't know. I'm a complete moron. (laughs) Stop calling my friends morons. Have you ever met your friends? Here's the thing. I obviously sent it around a few people as well. Did variations of that joke. So, for example, I sent it to my friend Rob, 
and said, oh, I see your mum's got a new TV show. Lol. He didn't then text his mum going, oh, well done. I see you've got a new TV show. <laughs> Did he? Because <laughs> he gets the joke. <laughs> Whereas your friends clearly don't. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm pleased that you're entertained. <laughs> I'm glad you think it's funny. You you uh, also think, you deep down, you think that your friends are completely stupid for thinking. No, that. I don't. Don't say that. Of <laughs> course do. I don't think that about my friends. I could have a show on Channel 4. I think that's nice that people thought that. They think that means they think I'm good enough to be on television. <laughs> And who's to say I wouldn't have a new show on Channel 4? It wasn't just my friends either, by the way. It was like there were a few of our listeners saying the same thing. I think my mum was quite confused. I think my mum thought it was true. (laughs) What did your mum say? Nothing. Just like, what's this about? Maybe. And what you haven't considered here is that you're actually not that funny. (laughs) and And that your joke didn't really work because you didn't explain that it was a joke enough. If you'd put like a laughing face emoji afterwards, people would have realized I did. that you were joking. No, you didn't. You just put a TV emoji. There was no like laughter <laughs> oh, or yeah. LOL. So no one knew it was a joke other than you and maybe a couple of other people. I think on the whole, most people probably thought that was true. I did see we got some tweets from some of our listeners. Uh, Makeda tweeted saying, can I watch this from, from Sweden? <laughs> yes, I did. I did see that too, actually. <laughs> And Channel 4, sorry, Channel even, 4 Channel replied. 4, even Channel 4 didn't get the joke. I forgot Channel 4 replied. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, Maybe you just need to be funnier. This reminds me of the time. I used to work at a radio station, and Clara Ampho, who's now on Radio 1, she used to be the like admin person for the office. And Clara was responsible for like getting birthday cards for people whose birthday it was. But at the time, it was like peak banter to change people's birthdays on, on Facebook to the current day. So if, if you've left your Facebook logged in, I changed the date of your birthday to the current date. And thus you get an onslaught of people saying happy birthday. It's hilarious. Anyway, I did that once to our friend Duncan. And um, it I wasn't... you told this story. It wasn't his birthday. But obviously he was getting inundated with uh, Facebook messages. And he, he hated this joke. So we did it to him all the time. Anyway, Clara saw this. <laughs> She saw, she saw all these messages and thought, shit, it's Duncan's birthday. I haven't got him a card. I'm like, and this is literally my job to get the birthday cards. And it's his birthday and I haven't got him one. So she went out to a shop, got a card for him, got the whole office to sign it, <laughs> presented it to him for him to then say, <laughs> for him to then say like sort of awkwardly, it's, it, yes, yeah, it's, it's not my birthday. This is such lad banter. You know that it's funny. You're trying not it's to It's not really because it's kind of like online bullying. <laughs> it actually is. At, is it? You know what? I'm, like, it really is. Some people don't like attention like that anyway. I'm not speaking for myself there, by the way. I love attention. But some people don't. And so it is kind of like cyberbullying. The funniest one I've actually heard is the opposite, where somebody changed my friend Christina's birthday away from the date that it was on the date itself. <laughs> So she was like, she didn't get any and she thought she had no friends. <laughs> this is not as funny as you think it is. You always say that whilst you're laughing. And even though we're not in the same room, I can see that you're laughing. I'm not laughing. Hey! I had a DM from HM Tash on Instagram saying, I'm worried that I could get COVID-19 by having hookups. But I'm also worried that I'll get depression by not having hookups. It's a dilemma. And I don't think I've ever related to a message so hard in my life. That is exactly how I feel, even being in a relationship. Because 
when I get sad or depressed or anxious, one of my go-tos is a hookup with a random stranger because the feeling you get from sleeping with someone you don't know and them kind of immediately validating you is quite a rush. And to not have that is really scary. In the case of the pandemic, it's quite a struggle, I guess, that people are now not able to kiss on dates or go on dates or have sex with anyone through fear of catching. I mean, this is so hard to talk about, isn't it? From a gay perspective because of the HIV epidemic and how similar that must have felt to how some of us might feel now. Yeah, I guess so. I think they're very different things, but there's definitely some crossover in terms of the language that we're hearing. I talked before about super spreaders, people that have spread coronavirus around to lots of people. They get called super spreaders. And that's what gay people were called during the HIV crisis. They were called super spreaders because they were the ones having sex with lots of people and spreading it. So yeah, it's it's dangerous rhetoric. But that whole thing of like hookups, do you relate to that at all? I guess you don't. It's not an option to me anyway, so who knows? Why do you think that is so many gay people's experience then? I mean, it's a completely different situation, but... But a few weeks ago, I was feeling pretty triggered by a few things. And I was out with James, my boyfriend, and um, and I was just honest. I was just like, I'm really depressed. And normally when I feel like this, I would pull a stranger to make myself feel better. And because I'm with you and because we're monogamous, I can't do that. So I'm really struggling to know how to get put off. some endorphins into me or get off or whatever. Like, And he was really supportive about it. There's no answer, but it's interesting that that's my defense mechanism when I feel like shit and now I'm gonna have to try and find a new one because I'm in a relationship and I don't know what that is yet but I was just so I was just wondering what yours was and that's why I related so so hard to that dm because I really feel that I can understand why some people need to hook up with people during a crisis like this also I think there are statistics that say like when family members die this is so dark when people die in your life one of the first things you want to do is have sex because something in you kicks in. It's like the reproductive system, like kicks in (laughs) and you just want to go crazy and have loads of sex. I mean, it's not an option available to me, so... Yeah, but you're still a human and you still have some of these feelings and experiences. I've never smoked a cigarette, so I don't ever want to do that. And that's some people's go-to method for dealing with stuff, isn't it? But I've never done that. So it doesn't occur to me that that's something that I'm going to do or want to do. So similarly, having never hooked up with somebody on the internet my brain isn't reaching for that as an as a prospect do you know what i mean it's like if i never had alcohol well i guess you might after a while be like i wonder what it's like to have a beer or something but hmm. it's never the same as oh I've, i enjoy doing that so therefore that's that's the thing that i'm reaching for and i probably got a, i and a lot of people probably do have that as a bad habit i've had a bad day and need a drink so i guess if that was an option available then who knows i honestly don't think i could be bothered with the hassle because when I do feel like annoyed or upset, I don't really want to speak to people. So, so the last thing I could be asked to do would be to be like shagging them. <laughs> is that funny? That is just such a non-gay response. That's <laughs> is just, it? Is it? I mean, it's not a non-gay response. It's a you response. Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thing is, though, Dan, just to clarify, do you speak during sex? Because a lot of the time I don't really speak during sex. Like, I don't know that many people that have a conversation with the people they're having sex with. Well, I would assume <laughs> there'd be a certain degree of conversation. Really? 
Well, I mean, until the other day where, where you, I learned that people just turn up to each other's houses with their, with their asses in the air. <laughs> and, Sorry, wait. When did we talk about that? Like, like two weeks ago or something. In until, the podcast or out? Yeah, in the podcast. Until I learned about that, I assumed there was... There's, there'd be at least be a so I don't know what happens when you turn up to some random person's house you've met on the internet you say I guess it's different every time but there's like a moment where you're chatting but ultimately you're both just waiting for a kiss to start and then you're off and then you just do one when you've spaffed not always sometimes you could have like a conversation afterwards either to be polite or because you genuinely feel like you connected with the person or sometimes you might just go great well I've got to go and make up an excuse and then you you leave I mean, sometimes you wouldn't even necessarily know their name or have their number because yeah. you've hooked up on Grinder, so there's there's no there's no and pressure. How, how do actually... you know this person? Like, how do you how do you know this this is safe to go to this person's house or? Well, you don't, do you? But is that not a concern? I think it probably was for me the first, second, or third time I did it. But then after a while, it just becomes normal, so you don't really think about it. So here's some advice then, maybe that that I need, and also that people who are self-isolating right now might need if they're single. What should we do to fill that void? Over to you, Dan. Can't you just have a wank? Right. Is that it? Because that's not really enough, is it? That's only like a five-minute thing. What do you do for the rest of the day? Oh, no. One, oh, one... Sorry, that wasn't my advice. That's not my advice to like what to do all day, every day. <laughs> I, think, I thought that was your advice for self-isolating in general. No. Just have a wank. <laughs> I'm really bored of hearing people's working from home tips. <laughs> Why? Because it's just, it's people capitalizing on a crisis and, and trying to like push their blogs and push their um, social capital by being like, oh, here are my tips from working from home. Do you not feel the same? I just think we're all bored and no one knows what to do. Also, like, honestly, I don't get boredom. Yeah. What? Well, I don't get bored. I am so bored. I don't know why. I mean, you've got a ton of books, for example, that, that you haven't read. I'm even too bored to read them. That's your problem. Listen, here's the, I know it is. <laughs> I know it's my problem. <laughs> I don't have any kind of attention span. I have zero attention span. You know that. And I just can't commit to anything. So it takes me a lot to commit to any kind of TV series. I only just finished Pose, by the way. No spoilers. I don't have the attention span for self-isolation. That's your problem, isn't it? Yes, it is my problem. I don't know what to do. I don't want to read a book. Why don't if you I read... start reading a book, I'll get bored. By the way, we've got a ton of work that still needs doing <laughs> that you can happily do. We've got a documentary series coming out about HIV and AIDS, which God knows when that's coming out now because, <laughs> because A, who wants to hear anything about a, a virus in addition to the one that's doing the rounds at the minute? And secondly, all the people that we were supposed to be interviewing are otherwise engaged at the minute. But there's still a lot of work that he's doing on that. So feel free to do that. i got to be honest, Dan. I, um, I got so bored halfway through that, I kind of oh, switched great. off. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> no, and that's not even a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I did hear what you said about people not wanting to hear a documentary about another virus, which I guess is true. Yeah. Um, great. <laughs> Look forward to that coming out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll be dropping in your feed at some point. <laughs> Just ignore it. Uh, thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support a gay and a non-gay? Visit gaynongay.com slash donate.